0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What? magazine.
1: And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation, all within my hands. This is your official weekly Metallica podcast, the only inside source, bringing you all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California.
0: This week, we're going to ask James and Rob a few of those New Year look back at the old, look forward to the new sort of questions that pods tend to ask with January 1st knocking on the door.
1: Yeah, we're going to take a look back. We're going to find out what some of their favourite 72 season songs were to play on the tour. And we'll find out what they learned in 2023 and what their plans are for 2024.
0: But first of all, Torben. And I'd like to just read Lars's words here. Torben Ulrich, 1928 to 2023. 95 years of adventures, unique experiences, curiosity, pushing boundaries, challenging the status quo, tennis, music, art, writing, and quite a bit of Danish contrarian attitude. Thank you endlessly. I love you, Dad. Beautifully written. It was. And as sad as this is, let us also be sure to celebrate an absolutely extraordinary life. Please make sure you do that. Okay, so let's kick it off with what some of James and RT's favourite 72 season songs were to play on the M72 tour.
2: It depends on the gig, it depends how I'm feeling sometimes. If we're playing one of my new favourite, 72 seasons, Lux Eterna, love playing those songs. Shadows Follow is kind of the next one that I really enjoy. It's just a forward-moving, pushing song and it's it's not your typical song. You need to pay attention to it because there's little things here and there you got to remember, but it's just bouncy and pushes. You know, I like that a lot. Nothing Else Matters is always a song that I enjoy playing. See people, they're hugging each other, they're crying, they're whatever. You know, it's, it's a very different emotion in the show from just, you know, lose your mind and mosh and, and go crazy. It's like that, but goes inwards, you know. So I love seeing that. I like seeing people's, their vulnerability to emotion during that song.
3: That's a tough one because I've been enjoying Call of Cthulhu. I feel like I kind of found my stride with this classic song, and it's the ultimate statement to Cliff Burton, both Orion and Cthulhu. So I've enjoyed that song live. But at the same time, Shadows Follow is a lot of fun to play because it's great balance between vocal backup vocals that are throughout the song and um, that's always a challenge for me and then it just sort of grooves and it has uh, a lot of twists and turns that I like the other song for me is you must burn Mm -hmm. that's a that's a fun song Uh, uh, James and I have have sort of a nice harmonized vocal moment in that one too so I guess kind of vocally some of the new challenges are exciting for me and it keeps me on my toes
1: Oh, man. And as an observer on tour, and when I say that, I mean someone who's rocking out in the audience. I enjoyed watching them play the new songs, Too Far Gone. I love it every single time they play it. I love it. And uh, I'm just glad to hear that James likes playing Lux Eterna as much as I like hearing and seeing it performed. It's, it was fantastic on tour. What about you, Steph?
0: For me, If Darkness Had a Sun, cracking song, and I oh. just, I get a real kick out of seeing James go
3: temptation.
1: <laughs> we all do. Cool. Well, with 2024 around the corner, I wanted to know what RT's plans were for the coming year.
3: In my domestic life, I'd like to get more organized. I'd love to get back to studying languages. I was actually studying French during the pandemic, and then the first year I was studying Spanish. And once things got really busy with Metallica, I kind of put it off to the side, and I, and I feel bad about that, so I want to kick that back into gear. You know, and at the same time, leave the door open for creativity and just see what lies ahead.
0: And sticking with the next-year vibe... I asked James what invention he'd like to see for his working environment in 2024.
2: I think it would be great if, you know, the way our stage is, and me being a guitar player and singer, I'm not holding the mic. I'm not able to, you know, go anywhere. So there's mic stations everywhere. And for our monitor guy to chase me around, you know, to all the mics, you can't have them all open because it sounds insane, especially in an indoor stadium. He's chasing me around, pulling a mic up, and sometimes it's not on when I go up there. It's on in the I house because like he can out. see where I'm at. He pull that mic up, but sometimes he can't see and you know, I don't hear the first few words or something. It'd be nice to have some kind of whatever. I'm sure they probably have something like that where you're wearing something and if you're within you know, two feet of the microphone, it turns it on, something like that. So might make their job a little easier and mine as well. That and be able to maybe sip some water while I'm playing, you know, some kind of straw on the microphone. I don't know, something else like that. There's always something that could be cool.
1: Well, there you go, inventors. You have an assignment for 2024. We have firmly established what a workhorse Robert Trujillo is. When when Rob and I were talking in St. Louis, he shared with me how he was hoping to spend the downtime that they have right now at this moment. And it was no surprise to me that he brought it right back to music.
3: Kirk and I have been playing these duets uh, where we write a song for each city. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. And I started thinking about the new year, uh, you know, the upcoming year, and the fact that we have a whole slew of shows after that six months. And I was like, I gotta start preparing ideas, you know? Because what I do is I'll come up with some basic ideas and then I present them to Kirk. And then Kirk basically, Gets them under his fingers, and he fine tunes them, and then together we come up with the actual arrangement. But I initiate the ideas, you know, like I come up with the bass line or the riff, and then he fine tunes it and turns it what it into what it becomes. So that requires a lot of prep. And I was just thinking about the upcoming year, going, "Wow, okay, (laughs) why don't we try to like get a jump on this? You know, because we're literally like rehearsing this stuff." In the car, on the way to the venue, like, you know, uh, it's just whenever we can at the hotel, we're, we're finding time. Even if it's like 20 minutes, yeah. we'll we'll get together yeah. and we'll work on it. So it would be nice to uh, get a head start on some of those jams. I'll also see what the new year provides. Just I love jamming and playing with my friends, being a, a local musician in Southern California definitely is fun and exciting because there's just so many talented friends of mine, musician friends and drummers. And it's kind of crazy, but everybody plays music in our family and they're always busy doing something.
0: And this was a fun one to ask James. By the way, Lane on our Met team, nice work serving up this ball to, to hit it, James. The question I asked him is, what is your favorite season?
2: I love spring and fall. They're both great. Summer, you know, I grew up in Southern California. I like the beach. I like getting in the water. I love doing that stuff. But when it's too hot, it's not enjoyable anymore. I don't know why. I used to love the hotter the better. And then in the winter, you know, obviously being in Colorado, it's when, it's, when there's snow on the ground for five months, it's like, okay, I'm kind of over this. But spring and fall, I don't know, the fall, I wish it could be like fall all the time. Because the leaves are changing in Colorado, it looks, it's all it turns golden. The weather is just perfect, and obviously spring too. Animals coming out, and they've got their young ones, and you see stuff blooming, and it's just—it's like I don't know—it reminds me of eh, just reminds me of life.
1: I know I keep bringing it back to Rob, but, you know, I got to hang with him a little bit on the road in St. Louis. And if you ever wondered what Metallica's bass player gets up to in his quote-unquote free time on tour, well, it'll probably sound familiar to some of you. You
3: know... Training, going into the gym, you know, a lot of these hotels in these cities have pretty nice gyms. So I'm actually enjoying that because for some reason back home, I didn't have a whole lot of time to do that. So I'm enjoying that, you know, having some me time, so to speak. Actually, last night, for the first time in a very long time, I watched college football from sort of 6 p.m. until 1 in the morning. And that's just because of the time difference. I was able to watch the West Coast evening games and some of them ended about 1 a.m. So that was kind of cool, ordering a sandwich, you know, (laughs) kicking back in the hotel, watching football, you know, it was pretty fun.
0: You know, back when I spoke with James in late January of 2023, about 72 seasons, he wanted to be very clear that the album was as much about light as perhaps the more obvious darkness that uh, some of us were picking up on instantly. I think many people were. This certainly did become quickly apparent to us all, I think. But I wondered if he had felt the true realisation of that fact had become more obvious now that the album's been out uh, circulating for a while and the band have been living with these songs live and performing them worldwide, you know, because this was very important to him. And I wondered how he reflected on all
2: that. Well, I think it's both. It's got to be both because there is both. <laughs> and you can't have one without the other. And it's it's easy to focus on the darker side, but the side that is the light is not denied anymore. (laughs) I think it shows up in my attitude more. I think it shows up in the band's care and love for what we do. And the fact that this is what we get to do and continue to get to do it and we don't take it for granted. So I think it shows up when we see the life that it brings and I'm not sure what other people are thinking about the record. If it's helped them, have they seen some other side? Okay, yes, childhood was either great or crap (laughs) or both. You know, we're not there anymore. We're not there anymore and what are we doing about that? And I feel it in me and I don't know if other people do and that's up to them. You know, I'm not in control of anyone's journey, even my own, you know, I'm just here to learn and stay teachable. And I guess, you know, we all struggle. We're able to, it just, I just feel that a lot of the fans are a little more open about it too. They're able to talk about it, which is cool. They really always have, but I think now it's It's more just a part of their life. They're able to just talk about it like it. Okay, here's part of my story and it's a story. You know, it's not maybe how I am now. And for me, the color of the album, the black and the yellow, trying to sell yellow t-shirts was... <laughs> Interesting for the Metallica fan, but now I'm starting to see a little more. See some yellow denim vests out there, which is interesting. (laughs) So people are embracing a little bit, but it's just a a color. But I do enjoy, I like having the lights on.
1: As we all know, when you ask James a question, you get a wholly honest, wholly personal answer. So who better a person to ask for their New Year's thoughts? Take it away, James.
2: I usually don't do, put a lot of stock into new year stuff, but reflecting on the past year, super grateful for what I've got, what I've gone through. Always really look forward to what the next year will bring. The older I get, the harder and easier it gets. So um, always looking forward, to getting back out on the road, playing some shows, seeing some faces, familiar faces and new faces at the shows. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else. I guess the the new year is kind of a, you know, cleansing and I've got a new new goal or something. I'm really just continuing to try and improve myself, get better, have a better attitude about life, about other people's lives and, you know, just try to bring as much joy to people as possible.
0: By the way, if you throw a few beach balls around your place right now, you'll give yourself a little taste of the, of the Seek and Destroy experience on M72. <laughs> yeah, go on, right. try it. Just be careful <laughs> of the crockery.
1: <laughs> yeah, They have to be oversized. You need 72 of them being hurled at you for the full effect of this thing. Oh, man, so fun. But we are just about out of time. So before we go, Steph, what is your Metallica-themed New Year's resolution?
0: I'm on the diving board. I ain't going for the. I'm going for the 12-footer here. Maybe the 15-foot end of the pool. I'm going all in because I think mine is to learn to play the riff to battery and fight fire with fire before December 2024. I mean, bear in mind I am to guitars what a seal is to the position of wide receiver <laughs> in an NFL team. Right. So I, I think this could be a challenge, uh, but I'm up for it. And, you know, there's a little advantage here today because I think I might know a couple of guys who may be willing to help teach me. I don't know. Let me ask them. That's where I'm going.
1: Do you own a guitar? Do you Have you played a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> These are seriously lofty goals, Yeah, Not... <laughs> Not easy choices. I, I think you could have gone a little easier, but good luck with that. Mine is a much simpler New Year's resolution. I'm going to drink more blackened.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, look, it's important that we all have goals, and uh, I'm <laughs> glad we've set ours out yes, for next right. year, and I'm sure we'll be held accountable to them by someone somewhere. <laughs> uh, maybe you out there. Maybe you can hold us uh, both accountable to our goals and start sending in questions as to how we've been doing with them. We want to hear from you. But anyway, one quick final thing. Birthday greetings, Lars, even though it was officially yesterday.
1: And Happy New Year, everyone. Until next time. See see ya. ya!
0: The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media and PopCult.
1: If you like what we're doing here, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Be sure to visit Metallica.com slash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts, and become a part of this podcast.
1: Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.
0: It's
4: NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.